0: Welcome to Beyond the Field podcast. We are an educational series focusing on property and finance powered by Money Empire. Today, our educational topic is estates and enduring powers of attorney. And we are joined by Glenis Talavai from Public Trust. She's a CEO and she joined us last week as our guest speaker. She's providing us some commentary today around what an estate is and what an enduring power of attorney is and those who need it.
1: Glennis, welcome back. We're going to talk today about estates and enduring power of attorneys, or EPAs. So firstly, I suppose, what is an estate?
2: Well, an estate is basically um, the collection of assets or things that you have after you die. So um, we call it an estate. Um, So it's all of your things that usually encompass, um, yeah, what what you've left behind mm. um, so after you die you can't legally own things anymore and so you need to pass on your estate to beneficiaries
1: right, right. okay cool so it's obviously very clear that will we've talked about previously intertwine in this yes. um, and you've beneficiaries involved so leaving assets to people um, yes. that are beneficiaries of this yes okay cool what is an executor
2: Um, So an executor of an estate is the person that's responsible for making sure that what is in the estate and in the will is actually carried out. So, um, in your will, you will, talk, you will name your beneficiaries and who gets yeah. what, and the executor needs to make sure that that's what happens. Okay,
1: an executor could be um, a really good friend, a family member, or does it have to be a professional in that space?
2: Uh, it can be any of those things. Okay. So, and it can be multiple people. So you right, don't so just you can need have t- more than one. You can have more right. than one. So. Um, so yeah, so it's the person that's responsible for making sure that your wishes are carried out in mm. your will. Um, you know, a lot of people name spouses or family members. Um, you know, at Public Trust, we provide that as a professional service. Yeah. Right. Um, so you can also name a professional trustee. Um, and often people do that because then it takes the onus off the burden a loved off one, family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or the burden off them having to work through that process. Mm. That's okay. a good point,
1: yeah. and. Um, Enduring power of attorney. Yes. What what does this mean for people?
2: Um, So what an enduring power of attorney is, is that it's a legal document that um, where you name someone that will make financial and or personal welfare decisions on your behalf while you're still alive. Yeah. Okay, so it's not after you have died. It's while you're still alive. And they might need to do that because you've become mentally incapacitated or, you know, um, horrible things like you've had an accident and you've got a brain injury or you've got an injury that means that you can't make decisions for yourself. Um, What I would also say is that you can also appoint a power of attorney for your property or finances Um, even if you're not incapacitated. So um, someone that can make decisions and look after your financial affairs for you, even though you could do that yourself.
1: Okay. So chuck a scenario at you. Yes. Um, I have an EPA or a POA, and um, I have assets. I've got a couple of houses um, with uh, no debt on them, but I become incapacitated mentally. Um, I need professional ongoing um, help medically, Mm -hmm. and it's – costing quite a bit of money. So can my EPA or POA say right I'm going to sell down these two houses for this person use the capital to um, help my ongoing medical costs? That's
2: exactly what they can do. Mm-hmm. So they'll make the financial decisions around um, how are we going to get the money needed to look after you yeah. um, in that situation and so um, yeah so they would look at your total financial situation and make decisions okay. in terms of how are they going to fund your care.
1: So just probably topping on top of or going on top of that trust, obviously trust then link all this together, correct? Um, or separate?
2: They, they are quite separate. So can be together. So the, the key thing with trust trusts is that trusts separate out assets yep. that can only be for the beneficiaries of that trust. Yep. Mm-hmm. So things like if you have assets in a trust, they don't necessarily form part of your personal yep you're no longer the personal beneficiary for that right. yes. um, you might be the settler or yeah. controlling the trust but other people are the beneficiary so right. so it can't anything that's sitting in the trust can't be used necessarily for your benefit yeah. Yeah. but only for the benefit of the beneficiaries. Yeah. so trusts are quite separate yeah Um, But with enduring power of attorneys is that, um, you know, it just means that, you know, you've got to think about who's the person that I I will trust the most that's going to make decisions in my best interests around my finances, um, but equally around my personal care. So Mm. that's around... You know, medical calls and bits and pieces. So often, they are two different people. Mm. I was just going to say, they don't have to be the same people.
0: Yeah, they can um, be different. They
2: can be the same, but mm. they could often be the different people. And um, what you can have is backups to those people. Right. So. Um, you know, or um, so for example, when I've set up an enduring power of attorney, is that um, first and foremost, my husband mm-hmm. um, will make calls. But uh, as the way that we've set it up is that he needs to seek advice, yes. from one of my friends, right. so that actually then there's always, you know, whilst he makes the final call, is that he does need to consult with somebody else, okay, um, okay. about that. So,
0: in my mind and in my experience, um, an EPA feels like it's something that you only need when you get older can a 30 year old have an EPA is that relevant is that something that we should be having
2: um look absolutely so if I think about um you know you don't know what's going to happen or or when mm. you might need to call on it as as first and foremost um I do think that a a common you know myth around that is that it is only for old people obviously the older you get the probably the higher the risk that you might need it sooner rather than later so let's be real about that Um, For me is that, um, you know, if I was in an accident, the way that I thought about it, if I was in an accident, then I want my husband to be able to make calls straight away. If I don't have it in place, then there's a whole court process he would need to go through to get his hands on any personal finances yeah. that I have that aren't joint between us or... And what um, is the time frame to do that? In a worst-case scenario, if you I've don't have two it... I've seen
1: yeah, two from, years from property
2: look, um, through the courts. you know, it will depend. It yeah. will depend on how quickly you can go through. But then, you know, it depends on the circumstances because then if all of a sudden you don't have it in place and then my husband wants to go to the courts and say, well, I want to be um, the property attorney for Glenis... Yeah. Um, but then one of my friends think, well, no, hold on a second. We don't think you're the right person to be making oh. those calls, so we want to apply for it too. And there is some um, dispute. Mm. Then obviously that's going to take longer. And mm. so
1: and it happens with uh, you know elderly mum and dad with five kids or whatever, and then they're all person They all have different ideas. There's no will, no EPA, no POA, whatever it is. That's right. And then all of a sudden, and this is what I'm talking about, you go through the courts, and it takes yeah. a long, long time. Mm. And again,
2: again, you know, this is often why two People appoint public trust as um, the attorney. Mm. Um, you know, s- separated from the family because mm-hmm. you can only appoint one person as the primary. So whilst they can consult with others, ultimately the decision making is on yeah. your yeah. attorney. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you know, if you've got a big group of siblings, and I certainly I've seen this is mm. that you know they don't all agree. Is that all of the pressure sits on one? Yeah. To make that final call and when you're making a call that you know half your siblings disagree with you yeah. around that's that's pretty stressful yeah right so having an independent trustee you know this is exactly what we what a key service that we provide is we can give independence that um, where we can make a call obviously thinking about um, you know what's the best interests of the of the person that we're looking after, but you know thinking about well, what is some of the the conversation that's happening on the periphery as well. But you know, ability to be objective, I think, is yeah. is, is quite crucial. To put
1: exactly what you're saying in real terms, um, I've seen um, uh, a daughter who took care of um, her uh, elderly father, who then passed away. Mum and passed away years ago, living in his house, which there was no will set up and no um, EPA. Um, she wanted to stay there and renovate it she had five other siblings scattered across New Zealand and Australia they wanted to sell the house because they wanted the money it became a fight and then all of a sudden this is dragged through the courts and there was nothing released I don't I, I. not even sure what happened in the end, yeah. but it just became a nightmare for all parties.
2: Look, I think that, um, you know, the key piece that we see time and time again is, is you know, you need to make your wishes known, yeah. and you do that by writing a will and setting up an enduring power yep. of attorney, so that you're kind of telling people, this is who I want to look after my finances. This is who I want to look after me. And yep. it's gonna make decisions and based on what's best for me. Yeah. Um and then, you know, should the worst happen, this is what I want to have happen with my things. Yep. Mm. It will just really you know, it's never um it's never the big in our in our experience, the big monetary items that people are fighting over. You can sell those and distribute them. It's it's dad's guitar, it's those sentimental it's the sentimental items. heirloom mm. stuff mm. that you need to think about just as much as anything else. But mm. it's you know, it's just you never know. So you know, lots of the lots of times, actually, things just work out okay, and and people move on because you know you find a pragmatic solution. But you know, even that, you know, when you're when you're dealing with what is already a stressful situation, yeah. someone's been hurt or can no longer look after themselves, or worst case, someone's died, yeah. is that, you, you know, I mean, let's be fair, no one needs any additional stress when you're going through times like that. Mm. Yeah.
1: So lastly, stop the roadblocks for the listeners. How easy is it to set up a EPA? Online as well?
2: So again, yeah, we offer that online as well, so you can go online and set up an enduring power of attorney. Um, you will still need to come into one of our offices to sign it and have it witnessed, yep. because, um, you know, it's really important that um, you have to have capacity in yep. order to set one of these up. Or alternatively, you know, you can Come into any of our locations,
1: and that's a set fee as well. Or is that just the one, um, or is that dependent? yeah? No, it is a
2: set fee. So I think it's one hundred and ninety nine dollars. Cool. Um, but um, yeah, don't quote me on that. That's all right. But it's definitely sub two hundred.
1: So for sort of three hundred dollars to get well, when EPA is sorted. Um, you know you've got I suppose future proofing whatever may happen which is incredible so thank you Glance again um, for coming in and the educational piece Um, listeners if you've got any questions jump on our website www.moneyempo.co.nz or on our social platforms comment uh, and uh, we're more than happy to help out